What is going on guys, your boy Elroy here and welcome back to the Your Boy Elroy MMA Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Prepigina, back again with this Friday afternoon issue of YBE MMA. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's late. Let's get right into it. Oh man, I'm dead. One thing moving down south is that I get these crazy, crazy allergies. So it started last night after a beautiful anniversary dinner with my wife. Happy anniversary, baby. It is five years with this beautiful woman. Uh, But we went out to grab a bite to eat to celebrate our anniversary. And when I got back, I just had allergies and it kind of peaked right when I was going to record last night I just like started to sneeze and when you start to sneeze you get a headache and all that fun stuff but we're here now I might sniffle a little I'm sorry but there's so much to talk about so from a week with nothing to a week with a ton let's start with the end of last week we had Anderson Silva jumping into the boxing ring once again the goat he's always here right next to me as he faced the overweight Tito Ortiz and he gets knocked out in like 81 seconds Anderson just smokes him um you know we're not going to talk about semantics here but uh another great performance for Anderson he got probably a boatload of money for it which I'm happy about and uh I'm looking forward to see what Anderson does next I'm really happy that he's getting these victories so late in his career and it's just great to see him in this great mood I love how he approached the fight the whole week because you know Tito Ortiz coming at his, you know, saying that none of that Wing Chun bullshit will work in the boxing ring. It doesn't matter because Anderson has hands, so Anderson just makes quick work of him, and I loved every second of it. Um, from something I loved with that fight to something I hated, Vitor Belfort. The way that guy celebrated, you would have thought he won a world title. But he just knocked out a 70-year-old retired boxer, which might as well make that dude 102. Uh, It was just real lame. And honestly, it didn't want to make me see Vitor box anymore. (laughs) Like, I wasn't excited for it. So, Uh, from former MMA champions to... uh, Probably a future (laughs) MMA prospect. Let's talk about Gable Stevenson. Someone who has been in the news for the last few months. Obviously because of what he was able to do at the Olympics. Um, Just a killer wrestler. That honestly had everybody and their mom going after him. And I believe last week. We found out that he had signed with World Wrestling Entertainment, the WWE. 
now with that signing comes out that he is going back to Minnesota to defend his uh, national amateur wrestling title. So with that stated, what he signed with the WWE was a three-year contract under an NIL deal, which is name, image, and likeness rights. Uh, that allows him to start training for his career in pro wrestling while still returning to the University of Michigan, where he hopes to capture a second consecutive NCAA title, this being read from the MMAfighting.com article. Uh, he's, uh, Steveson claims that the going back to school thing came way before the Olympic Games, so it's clear that he wants another title but since he is able, as a NCAA athlete, now to be sponsored, uh, it's like the perfect storm for him. I'm sure he's going to make a killing at the WWE um, while still being able to be a really great athlete. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's able to do. Um, now, he obviously is a very smart businessman in choosing the WWE. Now, of course, he's an athlete. Um, I've watched wrestling my whole life. I've seen a million athletes. Is he going to be Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey-like? I'm not sure. We hear those two are the gold standard when it comes from for athletes, you know, changing the sports. So we will see. Time will tell how good Gable Stevenson really is you know it's it sounds like he has Brock's approval so I'm looking forward to seeing what this is you know congratulations to Gable Stevenson on that and let's stick with wrestling because there is a whole bunch of MMA and combat sports integration in wrestling recently starting with AEW and we've seen recently that Dan Lambert, founder of American Top Team, has become a manager to Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky on television, cutting scathing promos on the fans. Um, but with that, he has been bringing a lot of MMA fighters with him. You know, at first we saw in the crowd only Jorge Masvidal and Amanda Nunes. Uh, then it changed from Jorge and Nunez to Arlovsky and JDS. And now, uh, this past week, it was Arlovsky, who looks ridiculous. For, for a celebrity, you really need to dress better, dude. He wore a UFC shirt, like a, a tank top with like straight jeans like old man straight jeans and loafers like crappy leather loafers with no socks he looked ridiculous <laughs> for some reason i made sure to make a point about the leather loafers because they were so bad uh so arlovsky was there jds was there once again and then the newcomers kayla harrison Austin Vanderford and Paige Van Zandt. All fighters who fight for American Top Team. Uh, and all in different MMA and, for Paige, bare knuckle, 
organization. So it was kind of cool to see all of them there. Um, if I think anybody could be a pro wrestler there, it'd probably be Paige. Honestly, she has no reason to fight ever again. But if she ever wanted to, she could always transition to pro wrestling. We've heard her name come up before in talks of pro wrestling. And um, she obviously has the look. Um, and she's very athletic, as we like to talk about when it comes to pro wrestling. So, you know, I think her and her personality would be a great pro wrestler. Austin Vanderford has a really cool look to him. Uh, so I think he'd work as well. But this whole segment was to put Jake Hager and Chris Jericho against the men of the year, which is Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. And honestly, I could see Bellator trying to capitalize and doing Jake Hager versus like a free agent like JDS. Uh, I think that works fine. I honestly thought that they'd get to that at some point in this promo, uh, but they didn't. So I guess I want to see that fight. Uh, not sure, but I do appreciate the MMA integration on AEW recently. So, as we know, the last few weeks, the MMA hour has returned. And with that, this week, uh, Chaudhry Sitiadong, or I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his name, but uh, Chaudhry was on the MMA hour to promote an event that one championship has this December called One X. It'll be celebrating the 10 years of one championship. And the big fight announced with some others, but let's focus on this one for, for a few seconds. Demetrius Johnson will be facing flyweight Muay Thai champion Rod Tang in a special rules contest. The fight will be four rounds. Each round Three minutes alternating between a Muay Thai and MMA rule set. Both with four ounce gloves. This is phenomenal matchmaking. I like the idea of the special rules contest. Um, obviously, if I'm DJ, I'm not going into the Muay Thai or I'm not going into the MMA portion trying to box. I'm trying to take him down and submit him. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's. Uh, going to happen in that fight. We haven't seen DJ since he got knocked out by Adriana Moraes. So, this should be exciting. Along with that, we also have one bandweight champion, Viviano Fernandez versus John Lineker. Uh, we also have another great fight. One featherweight champion, Tom Lee, will be facing Gary Tonin. So those are the two, or the three big fights announced thus far. It sounds like they're going all in. I could only imagine that the debut of Gordon Ryan will be happening on this card. Um, obviously, they haven't announced that yet, but I'm looking forward to see that that's a thing. So 1X, that sounds like a really, really great card. Obviously, the DJ versus Rod Tang. Is, is the biggest thing there. Like, I cannot wait. 
But we had some retirements this week. Uh, so the lesser known of the retirements that I actually just saw, I think it was announced today, was Luke Sanders retires from MMA. And obviously the two big ones. Um, we have Carlos Condit stepping away from the cage, as well as four-time UFC title challenger Joseph Benavides retires after, you know, a really up and down last few years. Someone who's always came to fight, but, you know, just ran into some tough customers and, you know, got whooped on pretty bad <laughs> a few times. It's uh, it's scary to see some of the things that were done to him, but always someone who, as we like to say, came to fight. You can never say Joey B didn't come to fight. You know, Joseph Benavidez came out, came hard, and, you know, didn't win all the time, but a phenomenal career, one of the greatest flyweights ever, and uh, just one of those guys that never quite got there. Like, he fought so many times for the title and just never won, unfortunately. Um, but I, I wish those guys happy trails. And uh, let's talk about the Contender Series from last Tuesday. Something I noticed, it used to be Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, but now it's just Dana White's Contender Series. So it makes me think that the Tuesday thing will switch soon. I don't know when, but I think that that is going to switch soon. So let's talk about the uh, fights that I liked from the Contender Series as well as the winners of contracts. Starting off with the first fight of the night, we had Jasmine Jasmine Davicius defeating Julia Palastri by unanimous decision. Um, it was very clear after that first round that Jasmine had the upper hand in every aspect of the fight. She wins herself a contract with that performance. Um, in the next fight, probably the fight of the night, Jack Della Madalena defeating Ang. Lusa via unanimous decision. Jack really put it on him for three rounds. And, you know, his striking is phenomenal. Like, I think this guy's from New Zealand. He's just got it, man. His striking looked really crisp. He was probably my favorite prospect, we'll call him, out of all these fights from this night. And, uh, of course, gets himself a contract. Anglusa is someone I can also see, you know, maybe taking a short notice fight at some point in the UFC, but I will definitely see him as well in the UFC one day. He wasn't a bad fighter. He just faced a way better fighter <laughs> this night. We had Lucas Brzezinski defeating Dylan Potter via submission. Obviously a little controversy, but I agree with Dana White. There was no way this guy was going to get out of that. Anyway, so if he didn't tap at that point, he was going to tap pretty soon or go to sleep. There was nothing crazy I saw here, but since he was a heavyweight, he did get a contract out of it. Um, this wasn't my favorite fight, and I also don't agree that he should have got a contract, but I think that heavyweight is just so light and needs these guys that can get beat up, you know, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Um, my second 
favorite fighter. I forgot all about this guy. He actually might be my first. No, Jack Della's hands were just too ridiculous. He was definitely my first, my favorite. But uh, Albert Dureyev defeating Cal Bittencourt by submission via neck crank in the very first round. He's UFC ready, just relentless pressure, just took this dude down, finished him off the ground, easy work. This dude reminds me <laughs> of, um, and I, you know, it's, it's probably inappropriate, it's probably a bit racist and, you know, because of where he's from, but he reminds me so much of Hamzat Shemaev, just in his fight style, like I said, just relentless on the ground and showed no signs of where at the end of that fight destroys him. I cannot wait to see this guy again. He said, he said he's one of those guys that just wants to fight all the time, and I, I believe him. Like I look at him, and I'm like, of course this guy wants to fight all the time. In the surprise of the night, Mo Miller obliterates Brandon Lewis via the unanimous decision and doesn't earn a contract, which is crazy to me. Um, just a great great wrestler not the most crisp striking but he was he was piecing Brandon Lewis up let's be honest those those takedowns just weren't you know from him trying hard he was he was able to use his striking to lead to the takedown so it really surprised me that Dana White was like I don't think this guy's ready I'm like man he's crazy but I'm 100% sure we're gonna see Mo Miller again Maybe next season after a few wins in the local scene, and uh, he'll definitely get a contract then. Then in the main event, Jalton. Um, this fight was was a blast as well. Jalton Almeida just surprises everybody by submitting Nazardine Nasardinov via submission um, via rear naked choke. In the second round. This was crazy. Like, we're looking at Nasser Dean like, dude, you're really going to let this guy take you down? And yes, he did take him down. He earns himself a contract. Almeida, another really, really good fighter. Like we say, UFC ready. I love the Contender Series. I can't talk enough about it. Uh, but let's talk about this upcoming weekend. Starting with the Bellator card. Phenomenal main event. The return of Yo Yoel Romero, the what we'll call debut of him at 205 pounds. <laughs> A three-rounder, but I'm excited to see what Yoel can do. I really want him to just start Phil Davis, but I don't think that's the easiest thing to call. So we'll see which Yoel we get. Uh, but the one thing we do know is that it is going to be 205-pound UL, so I'm excited. Uh, Neiman Gracie is in the co-main event against who? Uh, Alejandro Lara is on this card. Georgie Karkanian is on this card. Christian Edwards is on this card. Who else? Big from Bellator is on this card. Let's see. Another Gracie, but that dude's 0-2, so can we really be excited to see that Gracie? Yeah, a ton of fights, not, but honestly, nothing's going to blow your hair back, except the main event. Let's be honest, we're here for you well. And this isn't the best card to go 
right up against the UFC, so I don't expect many viewers are going to be watching the Bellator MMA card, but something that I'm definitely going to be watching is UFC Fight Night, Smith versus Span. Anthony Smith will be taking on Ryan Span in the main event. Weirdly interested in this fight because Anthony Smith is someone that no matter his record, he always is in a good fight. I've never seen a boring Anthony Smith fight. He He's like not great at anything, but really good at everything. So uh, Anthony Smith also competitive against John Jones in a sense. Could have won the title that night. Crazy thing about that. Ryan Spann, uh, like Jed Mishu said on Between the Links, he either wins spectacularly or loses spectacularly. Uh, not sure which one we're going to get. He feels like he's been disrespected. Uh, pretty weird uh, how he's handling this fight. But uh, I don't see too much out of Ryan Spann to make me think that he's this great prospect. So, we'll see which which of either of these fighters we get this coming weekend. In the co-main event, Iwan Kudalaba against Devin Clark. Uh, let's talk about some fun fights. Mandy Bone versus the violence queen herself, Ariane Lipsky. Someone who unfortunately hasn't lived up to that name too much recently. The queen of violence. Uh, she's on a two-fight losing streak, so let's hope that we get a better version of Ariane Lipsky uh, Saturday night. We have Christos Yagos versus Armin Sarukian. That is a firefight. Nate Manas. Manis. Manis. Nate Manis. I have no idea how to say that. It's an American dude. Like It's not like some weird... Nate Mans, I'll just say, versus Tony Gravely. Joaquin Buckley returned versus Antonio Ajoyo. That size difference is ridiculous. Teflon and Chukwe versus Mike Rodriguez. That's going to be a really fun fight. Panny Kianza versus the veteran Raquel Pennington. Zhu Rong versus Brendan Jenkins. Montel Jackson versus J.P. Bays. I'm sorry, J.P. Bays, you're probably going to get destroyed in this fight the debut of Sarah Alpart versus Aaron Blanchfield if that name sounds familiar that's the girl who Jake Paul gave money to the return of Impa Kasanganai against Carlston Harris that's going to be a really fun fight Gustavo Lopez versus Haley Alatang and then the first fight of the night Hannah Goldie versus Emily Whitmire that is a fun card. Really long, but uh, I'm looking forward to it anyway. And I hope that you had fun listening to YBE MMA this week. Unfortunately, my sound is off. I will have that fixed next week. But thank you so much for tuning in. I am Josh Prepagini. You can find me on all forms of social media. Elroy Preps in one word. You can find the show on Instagram at YBE MMA Podcast, as well as Teespring for our merch. Teespring.com slash stores slash YBE MMA Podcast. Um, if it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. I love you, Mom. Enjoy the fights this weekend, and we'll see you 
next week.